big finish for the love of stories. Welcome, my friends, to Peladon, a proud planet where the eyes of the people are set firmly on the future. Peladon, a world long committed to science and new technologies, to advancing our understanding of the universe, and to becoming, at last, an integral part of the galactic community. Peladon, a civilization that has stepped out of the darkness of ignorance and into the light of understanding. Open up. Please, let me in. Who is it? Please, open the door. What do you want? What do you mean by this hammering on a widow's door when night's all but upon us? Madame Harfey. Who are you? How do you know my name? I am Skarn, the fisherman. I've heard of you. Well... I've heard rumors. People say the strangest things about you. And some of them may even be true. They do say that you have helped people. Where they have led me. Why are you here? Let us say that I have been sent. And that I can help your daughter. Even as we speak, she hovers on the brink of death. All the wise folks say she's beyond help. Let me see her. I give you my word. Your daughter will walk again. She will laugh and she will sing. How can I trust you? Look into your heart. If she is truly beyond help, what harm can I do? You said you were sent. Who by? She hopes, <clears throat> but she does not yet believe. The gods, Madame Harfey. 
the old gods of Peladon. The gods? You know folks say you're mad. And you, Madame Arthur, what do you say? I truly don't know. But if you can save my girl, I'll praise your name for as long as I live. Come inside. Scarn, Scarn, Scarn. Why is that the only name I seem to hear nowadays? Your Majesty, you seem, if I might be forgiven for saying so, just ever so slightly exercised. <sighs> Please, sit down, take a breath. Your heart, remember? There's nothing wrong with me, Bralan. Save for age and for the weight of experience. Forgive me, sire. I did not mean to imply anything to the contrary, only that you ought not to allow yourself to become agitated. Oh, very well. I'll sit down. <laughs> Happy now? Please, sire, tell me what is troubling you. If there is anything at all within my power to help, I shall do so at once and without hesitation. I told you. It's this Skarn fellow. Skarn? Have you not heard of him? I find that very hard to believe. Well, the name does seem perhaps faintly familiar. <laughs> Isn't he some sort of wandering prophet? <laughs> An itinerant holy man? <laughs> A peripatetic worker of miracles? <laughs> Something of that nature. My information's limited, but yes, as far as I can tell, your description's accurate. There are the wildest tales coming in from the provinces of the old gods speaking through him. Oh, there have always been such men as he, and such elaborate and fanciful stories also. I mean, you recall more of our recent history than I, but such characters often emerge. They, they give a little comfort to the people, while doubtless picking their pockets in the process. It's no cause for alarm. On the contrary, Ralan, your king is worried. Sire, there's no need. Peladon is at peace. Your reign has been unique in the annals of our planet. You have provided our people with an era of stability and plenty, and one day that legacy shall be passed on to your daughter. All is well. You should by now be resting, and to that end, I've taken the liberty of ordering you some wine. It might help to soothe you. Bralan, I have no need of wine. Nor am I as decrepit as you insist on making out. Well, you speak as though my reign were over, as though you were already delivering my eulogy. I meant no disrespect, but I am sure that this business of scarn ought not to weigh too heavily on your mind. Yet it does. For I have strived, have I not, for many years to put this planet on a course of modernity. I've long wanted us to embrace new technologies and bring about new ways of seeing. I've wanted the people to learn to love the Galactic Federation, only now for this scarn to appear. And it's as though we're going backwards, as though the old ways are reasserting themselves. This is not the legacy I would pass on to Thalira. Sire, it is in the nature of populations to drift a little between extremes. To any student of history, this is perfectly unremarkable. Though, of course, I would be quite happy to have this scarn removed, if that would please you. Removed? For what is that a euphemism? 
No, I don't want Skarn removed. On the contrary, I want to know more about him. I want to understand why the people flock to him. I fear it is because they have seen so little of me. Oh, not this again. If I made a grand tour of the kingdom, Ralan, I could meet with the people. Skarn is filling the void that my seclusion here has created. This is hardly seclusion, my king. My subjects see me as aloof and remote, whatever else I've done for them. I should show them that I am anything but. What the people think doesn't matter in the grand scheme of things. They are fickle and easily led, and if you did meet them, you'd quickly realize that for yourself. I think you'd do our people an injustice. Then let us talk of them, sire, later though, for the next council meeting is almost upon me. Ah, and here comes your wine. My lords? Uh, take the goblet to the king. Uh, no, the whole flagon, and wait for his orders. Of course, my lord. Take a drink, sire. Consider your course of action. It will be my honor to put whatever you desire in motion, but for now, I have to fly. Go, Ralan, do what you must. Oh, and sire. Ralan? I wonder if the people might be more enamored of the Galactic Federation if they had seen more of the fruits of our membership these last few years. Now that's not fair, Ralan, as you know full well. Perhaps not, my lord, but when it comes to the people, Perception is everything. <sighs> Bring me some of that wine, would you? Of course, sire. But before you drink... What? Before you drink, there's something you should know. Wait! Who are you? I've never seen you in the Citadel before. My name is Harfair, sire. And I bring you word from Scar. Begin anti-hibernation process. My lord, Exmari, awake. My lord, welcome back from cryo-sleep. I trust you rested well. Thank you, Scanlar. I am revived. Though the process gets no easier with age. I imagine not, Lord Exmari. Well, you have that to look forward to. Why have you awoken me? Our journey is almost ended. Our destination is in view. Ah, yes. Peladon. What do you know of Skarn? Were you listening at the door while I spoke with my advisor? Oh, your majesty. I know far more about Skarn than you or your high advisor could ever dream of. He sent you? He did. And you're his... what would you call yourself? His follower? His acolyte? His disciple. I don't shrink from the word. What do you want? Why did this man send you to infiltrate my court? The voices of the old gods speak to him. He has a message for the people of this planet. A warning for us all. Indeed. And what exactly is the nature of this warning? He says we are taking the wrong path, that it's leading us away from the true faith. He says that a great shadow is falling over us. 
I've heard such vague prophecy a time or two before. But I still don't understand why he sent you. So that I might take you back with me. What? He wants to meet you, King Peladon. He wishes to break bread. Sire, forgive me, I meant to... Sire, is this servant troubling you? She is no servant, but rather an emissary. An emissary? From whom? From him. What? Guards! Guards! To me! The king is in danger! Sir? Captain, a spy has infiltrated the citadel. Seize her! Seize this woman! Rolan! Hold still! He wishes to meet you, Paladin! And what Scar wishes always comes to pass! My lord, we are approaching the planet. We shall be in orbit in point six cycles. Good. I would have this tedious inspection over with. I cannot say the same, my lord. For I have learned so much this past year by your side that I would not have it finish. Oh, to have the enthusiasm of youth, Scanlar. We had better inform the inspection administrator. Open a channel. Administrator, we have almost reached our destination. We shall make our presence known to the Peladon government at the start of their next working day. Very good, Invigilator. I envy you this trip. It is not one I would have chosen for my final assignment, Alpha Centauri. Peladon is a fascinating world, Ixmari. And do not forget that King Peladon himself was a friend to Mars many years ago when your own planet was in turmoil. I remember. But he must be old now. His society is still largely feudal, yes? With pretensions to technological advancement. King Peladon has always been a keen reformer, despite his planet's admittedly reactionary social and political structures. That is a... yes. It bodes ill for the Federation to have member worlds still so mired in superstition and archaic belief. Their king would doubtless refute that allegation, Invigilator Ixmari. No doubt he would. Do not underestimate King Peladon. It would be a grave mistake. And do not underestimate the importance of this mission. I have every faith in you. Centauri out. Really, Rolan, there is no need for any of this. I don't need protection in my own quarters, nor did that poor woman deserve incarceration. Forgive me, my king, but there are moments at which your instinctive kindness can overrule your head. That woman was a clear danger. Although, of course, I have given instructions that she be treated only with kindness and respect. She came alone. I am certain of that, and she was in every way quite sincere. The bewildered and the gulled so often are, yet we cannot be certain that she travelled here as an individual. My sources have informed me that Skarn's people are numerous, organised, and quite without ordinary scruple. Interesting. For did you not say to me little more than an hour ago that you had scarcely heard of him? The name, you said, was but faintly familiar. 
I am told many things, sire. Naturally enough, I assign every new piece of information a certain degree of importance and attend to each accordingly. Sometimes, Ralan, I think that if strangers were to overhear us, they might assume you to be the one who holds power over me. <laughs> Your Majesty, what a thought. Now, forgive me if I have in any way overstepped the bounds of my position. Well, you can put this scan at the top of your list from now on. All that I hear of him suggests to me that he is a remarkable man. To have inspired such loyalty. Do you know he wishes to meet me? Oh, I could not possibly allow that, Your Majesty. You could not allow? I mean to say, sire, you should stay here at the heart of the Citadel until it is safe to go out. That may be so, yet it remains my judgment to make. Of course, sire. But let us speak of this later. Once I have made certain that the woman acted alone, and that there are no further strangers or assassins, perhaps, secreted in any portion of this castle. Go then. And Roland. Sire? Withhold crucial information from me again. Tell me any less than all that you know, and I will replace you. Is that understood? Yes, sire. Uh, yes, my king. O oh, ancient and wise gods of Peladon, you who speak through the voice of my saviour, Skarn, I call upon you now to deliver me from this place so that I may do my duty. Let me do what I was sent here to do. Let me set your design in motion. What do you want now, Jailer? I've already told you, no food. No Jailer, I, madam but rather your liberator. King Peladon! Madam Harfair. Oh, what are you doing here? I've come to set you free. Then the gods have answered me. You evaded your own guards, eh? Oh, I knew all of their fathers. Most are still loyal to me. The one outside my own quarters, one of Raland's favorites, was rather less obedient. I'm afraid I'd no choice but to render him unconscious. There's a technique, you see, that was taught to me by an old friend. King Peladon, you must stay in the It works. I'm impressed. I was worried you might be too advanced in years for action. Never too old, madam. So come along, we should hurry before we discovered. Can you get us out of the castle? Yes, if you can lead me to Skarn. I am glad to hear you ask it. Oh, but we cannot simply walk out of here, surely. Don't worry, put this on. We shall both travel in disguise. How strange, how wonderful. 
The people walk right past me. They hardly seem to know I'm here. It's as though I were invisible. You can be seen well enough, Your Majesty. They just don't see you as anyone remarkable. They think you're one of them. So this is what freedom feels like. It must feel like freedom to the likes of you. But we must hurry. The road ahead is a long one. Scarn waits for us in the village of Antinor. And they must surely be missing you in the citadel by now. Antinor is several hours' ride away. And more than a day on foot. We're walking? It would not do to draw attention to ourselves. No, I cannot permit it. The journey will take too long. It'll take just as long as it must. Besides, you've no authority out here. Scarn teaches us to treat all people as our equals. None as our betters and none as our inferiors. I see now, then perhaps it really is dangerous. Walk with me to Antinar, Peladon, for only there will the truth become clear. Very well. Oh, to have as few troubles as a monarch. My Lord Rollin. What is it, Captain? What's happened? The peasant woman. She's vanished from her cell. What? And the king is nowhere to be found. The king? But I... Oh, that old fool. My lord? The king must be found and returned to the citadel. You hear me? At all costs! My lord, we are in range of the citadel. Very good. Initiate communication. Time they knew we are here. My lord, they are not responding to our hail. Strange. Bring up King Peladon's energy signature from the register and scan for it. It will be useful to know whether he is in residence. Yes, my lord. Scanning now. My lord, the king's energy signature is absent. Strange indeed. I hope there has not been an unscheduled change in leadership. As if we didn't have enough to deal with. What is it now? Chancellor, we are being hailed by an orbiting Martian ship. Ice warriors. That's all we need. message coming through from the Citadel. Uh, not before time. I am Rahlan, Lord High Advisor to the King. Uh, forgive me, but we were not aware of your arrival. That is to be expected. This is an unannounced inspection on behalf of the Galactic Federation. The very point is to catch you unaware. I see. I would hardly presume to question Federation procedure. Most wise. But I'm afraid that now is not a convenient time for an inspection of any sort from the Federation. You misunderstand the nature of these things. Sir, the King cannot receive you. Why not? He is very ill. 
a sudden fever which has left him regrettably but temporarily without the power of speech. It is most unwise to lie to a representative of the Galactic Federation, Rala. I'm not certain that I understand you. Your king is not sick. Your king is missing. Ah. My lord Ixmari. The fool has been caught in a lie. Will they never learn? Yes, Rallan. You are quite correct, of course. The king is indeed missing. And we are doing everything we can to find him. And what do you think they'll do now they've realised we're both gone? Send out a search party. Rallan will be livid. I bet he will. He needs you to maintain his own position. Rather cynical for a zealot, aren't you? Oh, I just see what I can see in front of me. Scarn taught me that. Of course he did. Well, you're not wrong about Ranan. I always thought him an honest man, but I wonder now how much he has kept from me. And for how long? Nobody in your world shows the whole of their true self. How can they? Everyone has secrets and hidden sides. The true aim of life is to let go of such vanities and strive to be entirely as we are. Let me guess, Skarn taught you that too. That's right. Thought so. Your mind is not open. Oh, don't misunderstand me. I've seen plenty of strange things in my time. And I too once met a man who changed the way I saw the world. Did you know? It's for that reason I want to know all the facts before I make up my mind about this holy man of yours. When someone like your friend makes himself known, well, I don't dismiss them out of hand. But I do know that I want to look him in the eye before I decide if he's a madman, a fraud, or, or something more. That moment will come, King Peladon. You can be sure of that. Then tell me, Harfair. Tell me everything you know about Skarn. We cannot be expected to carry out our inspection without the full participation of your head of state now, can we, Rallan? Quite naturally not, my lord. Then would you accept our assistance in finding him? Thank you for the kind offer. He is a proud and independent ruler, if a little headstrong. He is also a far-seeing and wise king who, I know, cherishes our membership of the Galactic Federation. My patience is limited. You have one solar cycle to find your monarch, or consider this inspection failed. In the meantime, this vessel will search for him also. Very good, my lord. And thank you. Thank Sparry you. Sparry out. Scanlar. My lord. We give the fool an hour, then we descend to the lower atmosphere ourselves to find this king. Yes, my lord.
The Valley of Antonar. Indeed. The village lies beyond the salt flats. We shall be there in a few hours. And Skarn? Skarn is a good man. The best of men. But you need not fear. Come. I've no doubt that you believe him to be so, but he cannot always have been as he is now. How did he come to believe himself to be the emissary of the old gods? It's no belief. It is the truth. Well? He was a fisherman. That is all. By his own admission, the most ordinary of men. But something happened, yes? Something that made him realize his true destiny. That's usually the way these stories go. Oh, God! Watch yourself. I'm all right. Yes, Skarn has spoken many times about what changed him. He has nothing to hide, unlike most. And what was it? There was an accident while he was out in his boat. A storm came. He fell into deep water, almost drowned. But something saved him. And when he returned to shore, he heard for the first time the voices of the gods. They had awoken within him. Fascinating. And where did this near drowning take place? In a place not far from our destination. It has several names, but the people of Antinar call it the Great Lake of Undoing. Oh. Oh. Now that is odd. King Peladin, you know the place. I don't believe I do, but somehow, and I can't say exactly why, it's as though that name is already most familiar to me. Indeed. But the place is steeped in mysteries. It can handle one more. I've met people who knew Skarn before the accident. They say he's become a different man. As though something else looks out of his eyes now. Something older and wiser. Perhaps it was the proximity to death which changed him. That can sometimes be enough to make a man think again about everything. No. It was more than that. Why do you say so? My daughter. He saved her life with his power. I see. And then afterwards, another miracle. When we first came to Antinar. Another miracle? They must sprout up around him. This one was different. A visitor came to us from beyond the sky. Wait. Riders. And so far from the citadel. What is there for horsemen out here in the wilderness? Us. What do you mean? They're not just horsemen, sire. But brigands! We have to run! Run? Yes! Run! Run! Run if you want to live! <laughs> now, how long has it been since anyone told you to do that? <laughs> My advisor, Captain, is all prepared? The men are ready. But you've yet to tell us where the king has been taken. Surely a great number of the enemy must have conspired in his abduction. Oh, no doubt. No doubt. So, where are we headed, sir? Now I know where he'll have gone. That is where they'll have taken him. To a little village called Antonar, and to a man named Skarn. There are many strange rumours about that place, sir. And about the person you named. Surely there can be no truth in them. I think we're about to find out, don't you? Now let's go. I want the king found by nightfall. And I want that traitorous witch who's gone with him dead. Oh, come on! 
在改年后呢， keep looking forwards, keep running. What will they do with us if they catch us? Oh, I expect they'll just ask nicely for a contribution to their funds. Really? Oh, don't be a fool. Come on. Forgive me. Oh, there. I can't. Can't go. Too old. My heart. There, there they are. Paladin, they're almost upon us. Run, run, save yourself. <laughs> Another miracle. It's no miracle, Harfair. Unless you want to be blown off your feet. Your Majesty, you were a difficult man to find. What is that creature? An alien. To him, we are the aliens. Come along, Harfair. It seems that we've been discovered by the Galactic Federation. Greetings, King Peladon of Peladon. It seems that I arrived just in time. And it also appears that we owe you our lives. Thank you. It's the gods we must thank for that, sire. Quiet. And、uh, who are you, my lord? I am Ixmari. I have been sent by the Galactic Federation to conduct an unheralded inspection of your planet. Ah, I see. And、uh, how are we doing so far? You have failed to bore me, Your Majesty. That is something. <laughs> Now, with your permission, King Peladon, I will return you to your citadel. Your chief politician, Ralan, is anxious to find you. I'm afraid he must wait. This woman is taking me to meet a man who claims to have access to a divine power. My chief politician does not recognize the import of that, but I do. Indeed. The king speaks the truth. I am taking him to Scar. Intriguing, but my inspection cannot wait. You are welcome to accompany us, Lord Ixmari. What? But I warn you, we are traveling on foot. This is not how federal inspections are usually conducted, King Peladon. Perhaps not, but Peladon is not a usual world. My lord, we are wasting precious time. On the contrary, Scanlar, stay with the ship and await further instructions. My lord, Ixmari, out. 
Thank you for not impeding us. I realize this must be highly frustrating for you. Not at all, King Peladon. This promises to make the most interesting report I have written in years. It is not much further. They will be waiting. I trust my presence will not cause them alarm. No more than the presence of their king, I'm sure. You worry needlessly, both of you. Skarn will have foreseen this. The gods tell him all. Oh, really? I expect he'll be just as surprised as we are. So this is it. I have to say, I was expecting something grander. This is a typical settlement? That's right, off Walder. The village of Antinar is perfectly ordinary. There are thousands just like it all over Peladon. But the king has locked himself in his castle these last ten years and forgotten. You rebuke me, Harfair. But I'm ashamed to say you speak the truth. It's Peladon. Peladon, are we safe, do you think? They are my loyal subjects, Sixmari. We're safe. Besides, half air is with us. My friends, hold fast. Approach no further, for I am your king, Peladon of Peladon. Seize the king! Release me! I am your king! I know that I am merely an observer, but speaking from a position of pure neutrality, it does not seem that you are entirely in control of your people. Yes, yes, I know how it looks, but we'll settle matters soon enough. Or matters will settle you. You must think me the worst of fools. As a servant of the Galactic Federation, it is not my place to pass judgment. Oh, really? I thought that was precisely why you were here. I observe and report and remain dispassionate. Though I have to say, it's been so long since I was last taken prisoner. I had almost forgotten what it was like. Are you enjoying this, Ixmari? I am enjoying the challenge, King Peladon. If you say so. Actually, you know what we should be doing instead of exchanging pleasantries. And what is that? Trying our utmost to escape. I agree, King Peladon. What's that? The one piece of Martian technology those peasants did not know to confiscate. Yes, but what is it? Uh, a laser sword, Your Majesty. Hold still. The street looks deserted. 
Come on. May I assume that our plan is to leave this village and return to my ship. From there, I can take you to the Citadel and you can make plans to put down this rebellion. We're not done here yet, Exmari. No. You do realize, I hope, that if we are caught again, we shall be less likely to escape a second time. I'm not leaving this place. Not at least until I've spoken to Skarn. Then I shall stay with you, Peladon of Peladon. There. That must be the place. It is but a simple dwelling. Nevertheless, look at all the tributes laid out for him. It has to be his. Come on. So listen to me, Peladon. I do not think this wise. Wise or foolish. Either way, it's journey's end. Now come on. It is strange how this house is left unguarded. Perhaps I was wrong. You were not wrong, Peladon. Not at least in this. Scarn? You know who I am. And we have no time for introductions. As for the guards, Ice Warrior, I sent them away. For what purpose? Because I wanted you to come to me of your own free will. What do you mean? I mean that the gods tell me many things. They have spoken your name over and over, and finally, they have delivered you to me. They have done no such thing, fisherman. Oh, but they have. You're as godless as they say, Peladon. You disappoint me. Skarn, I am your king. King is just a word, and you are just a man. No better than... You are sick, Skarn. Igzmari's right. What's wrong with you? I am well enough. Peladon must return. Must turn back to the old gods. Turn to us. Skarn? Give me peace for a moment. Stop! Stop! Who are you talking to? The gods. I hear nothing. And neither do I. He must turn to us. Their voices are... Blinding. This man is not well, King Peladon. He requires medical assistance. I fear you're right. No. No, you will understand, Peladon. You have to. The future of Peladon is ours to guide for good or evil. You will understand. Skarn, stay where you are. My friends... My friends, come to me. Come to Skarn. What are you doing? What must be done, King? It is as I feared, Peladon. We are in mortal danger. If we survive, you can put it in your report. People of Antanar, the gods said Peladon would come, and Peladon came. But he is not yet worthy. Drive them out, my friends. Drive them from our sight. They must be forced to wander for 40 solar cycles without food and without water. Only after this purge has been completed will they see at last the truth of things. Only then can they return to us. And only then can Peladon be set upon the right course. Skarn, listen to me. 
There are no gods. Only us. Be gone, lest we put a spear in both your backs. Go, go to the wilderness. We must do as they say, Peloton, while we can. Very well, Skan. People of Antinab, we are leaving. Arthur, come to me. Did I do well, my master? Well, you did everything asked of you and more. But I see now there's one more task which the gods demand of you. One further obstacle to be cleared before Peladon can embrace the truth. Tell me. Tell me what they would have me do. After long years of inactivity, I seem to have done rather a lot of walking and running lately. Uh, that is good. Why good? Such a thing is recommended by the Galactic Federation. Mammals such as yourself should raise your heartbeat substantially at least twice in each sevenfold solar cycle. Well, I'm glad you approve. I take it that even without your communicator, we can walk back to your ship. That is my hope. But the vessel may be in orbit by now. Scanla has her protocols to follow. Oh? There is only so long we can leave so valuable a piece of Martian technology unprotected on a world as retrograde as this. Retrograde? The term is accurate, though no slight was meant by my use of it. Apology accepted, I suppose. My friend, we must be careful. Why? Haven't you noticed? We are being followed. Really? For too long you have allowed others to be your eyes. That may be true. Do you think she means us harm? Based on my experiences since landing on this planet, how could she not? Half-air? What do you want? The wilderness is dangerous, my king. I have come to protect you. You betrayed me, Harfair. No, my king, no. Not betrayed. Delivered. Well, Peladon. All right, Harfair. Since we can't tie you in a sack and leave you here, come on, where we can see you. Thank you, king. Thank you. What is that in the distance? I think, yes, it must be what the people around here called the Great Lake of Undoing. The place where Skarn found his gods. Isn't that right, Harfair? That it is, sire. The lake is a place of great mystery. Then let's press on. should not get any closer. Only Skarn may touch the waters. Interesting. It's certainly quite a sight. I mean the color of it. Like human blood. Aye. It is the work of the gods. A year ago, they turned the lake from a crystal blue. Surely not. 
It's a trick of the light. The shade of the stones on the bed, perhaps. No. I have seen it before. King Peladon. This lake is contaminated. You lie. Half-air, please. What do you mean, contaminated? By some seeping mineral toxin. Skarn was right. You are an agent of darkness. What? Ah, die! Die! I'm Sider! In the name of the gods of Peloton, you shall not poison the mind of the king! Stop! Ah, Skarn has spoken! This was the will of the gods! It's Mari. Well, Captain, what did you get out of them? They were chasing a man and a woman when an alien craft came down and saw them off. The ice warriors. I'd say so, sir. And yet, we have heard nothing from them. Maybe the King's been kidnapped for ransom, sir. Not by a Federation inspector, hardly. See if any of those brigands feels like surviving the day. We could use a guide to this accursed village. <laughs> Scan! Half hair! Anyone! Get Skarn. The creature's help us in the name of Peladon. Why should I? He is not one of us. He needs help immediately. He must live. You should not have come back. You remain close to the voices of the gods. Skarn, please help him. If you can help him as they say you can, then I will follow you. You say it with such ease, Peladon, but you don't mean it. Please, show me the truth of things. Bring the Martian to my home. I call upon the gods to aid me. Bring this creature back to the waking world. Heal his wounds and restore his life. Ixmari, my friend, please hold on. I, I, I call upon the gods. Help me as you have helped me before. Hear me now. Give me the power to restore his life. <laughs> Ixmari. He's dead. No. That, that can't be possible. Unless... Unless the gods willed it. The gods willed nothing, Skarn. Don't you see? You have no power. You never did. There are no gods and there never was any plan. Ixmari was right. But the voices! You fell in that poisoned lake and came out changed. Sick. Hallucinating. But I have worked miracles. You have worked nothing. 
It's all been chance. For every half-hair's daughter, I'll wager there's been another Ixmari. You're a man, Skarn. Just a man. Like me. But what about... the doctor? What? He came down from the heavens in a blue box. He paved the way for everything. Skarn, what on Peladon are you talking about? What do you know of the Doctor? What do I know of him? It was the day that changed everything. People of the village of Antinar, come out, come out and behold this remarkable man. Already you've heard his name. Already you've heard whispers of the mighty acts which he has wrought. But here, tonight, he is amongst you. See the prophet. See the divinity. See Skarn, the holy man of Peladon. No, 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 this is Skarn. Skarn, the miracle worker. Skarn, who heals and nurtures. Skarn, who has great truths to share with us all. Skarn, who sees to the heart of things and who will now tell... Enough. Arthur, please. I require no such introduction. For if I speak truth, these good people will listen. If I speak falsehoods, they will simply walk away. I am Skarn. I have no other name, for I was until recently only a fisherman. A man with but a simple purpose. Then all of a sudden and without warning, I found that miracles were flowering in my wake. Go on, then. You are sceptical, my friends, and rightly so. For have you not been lied to many times before? Have you not been left here in this backwater, ignored and overlooked? But I can't offer you any proof of my claims. The universe does not give evidence on demand. I cannot simply summon into being some piece of magic, some marvel, which might serve to persuade you to heed my... Skarn, what is this? A miracle? If so, then it's not of my doing. Hello there! Sorry to interrupt, I am interrupting, aren't I? Yeah, definitely looks that way. Behold! A miracle sent by the universe. Oh, oh, you're very kind. But I'm not any kind of miracle. Not even on a really good day. So, what exactly is going on here? You know, you'd be surprised how rarely I materialise right in the thick of the action. Generally, I'd start off on the edges of things. Have to sort of work my way into the centre. You know, a bit like a board game, really. Like Ludo. Love a good game of Ludo, me. Well, it's space Ludo, anyway. Yeah, outer space intergalactic asteroid field Ludo. <laughs> you speak strangely. And too fast. Yet your eyes hold much wisdom. Oh, sweet of you to say. I recognize a child of the universe like me. Well, we're all children of the universe, don't you think? When everything's said and done. So who are you then? Have we met? I have never met anyone like you before. Wow, I get that a lot. He is the holy man of Peladon. Right, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I thought this was probably going to be Peladon again. See, I keep trying to get into the far future of this place, find out how it all turns out. For some reason, the TARDIS keeps bringing me back to the olden days, like this. I mean, it's my second favourite planet, Peladon, do you know that? Well, third favourite, maybe, after Metabelos. No, fourth. Yeah, I suppose I'd better be loyal to the Eye of Orion. Okay, I, maybe you're the fifth, because Diva Loca's got plenty to recommend it. Yeah. 
top 10, okay? I'll give you that. You've got a strong placing in the top 10. Wait, hang on a minute. Did you say the holy man of Peladon? I am Skarn, yes. Skarn. You're certain of that, yeah? It's definitely Skarn. I think that I know my own name. Well, yeah. You would have thought so, yeah. And Skarn really rings a bell. The holy man spreads wisdom throughout the land. Does he now? The holy man speaks truth of the universe to the people. Oh, yeah, I bet he does. The holy man heals my daughter right before my eyes. Okay, okay, thanks. I think I'm getting the picture. Yes, I know exactly who you are now. Skarn! You're the one who started it all. Started what? Oh. I shouldn't say too much. No, absolutely, definitely not. You can tell me. Do I begin a new age of enlightenment? Oh, it's, it's the reverse of that, I'm afraid. Oh, you poor man. I can see it in you already, spreading. Warping your perceptions, driving you to the very brink. Doctor, what can you see? Oh, you called me Doctor. I never told you my name. Yet I saw it all the same. Fascinating, I wonder. I wonder, can it be possible? Oh, no, I've got to go, I've got to go. I shouldn't even be here. Why? Because this is a fixed point in time. I can't change a thing. Plus, I'm caught up in these events myself a while back now and in several different bodies. The web of time is more fragile these days than ever before. I just can't... I can't intervene here. Oh, but you already have. Take a look at the people around us. They are in awe at what Skarn himself has conjured from the ether. Uh, Whatever happens from this time forth, you, stranger in a blue box, have helped set things in motion. Right, I really do have to go. The last of the rules are there for a reason. I can't break them no matter how much I might want to. <sighs> no, 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 not yet. Go, Doctor, you've done enough. They will listen to me now. They will listen to my words. Oh, I'm sorry, Skarn. I really am. I am so very, very, very sorry. What did he mean? Who can say? What matters is he came. Now then, my friends, now will you hear me? Now will you accept my truth into your hearts? Skarn, they cried. Skarn! It was beautiful. After that, the voices and the pain made sense. No, Skarn. I think that the doctor, if the doctor it was, saw to the truth of it. Wait. They are going to speak. I can hear the sound. The sound of... Of hoofbeats. What? It's the king! King, there you are at last. Oh, but what has happened? A tragedy, and I am to blame. I have been blind. I did not want to face what was obvious. 
I've been playing truant like a schoolboy, and this is the cost of it. What are our orders, sir? Take the villagers into custody, Captain. All of them. Ralan. Only temporarily, sire. And place guards around that damned lake. It's right on the border of the new mining operation. And the last thing we need is a shrine on the doorstep. Sir. Meanwhile, sire, you can help me find the words to explain this whole mess to the Galactic Federation. And what wretched creature is this? This is Scar, the savior of Peladon. Dear me. So this is the fellow who's caused so much trouble. He's not what I expected. And unless I'm very much mistaken, he's not long for this world. How very foolish I have been. Your Majesty. What news of Skarn? He is dead, sire, as you predicted. As you predicted? His death was inevitable. He was suffering from some form of extreme mineral poisoning. And besides, his legend was spreading far too far. Oh, I quite understand. And the villagers? Even I am not that cold, my king. They are to be relocated, for their own safety, naturally. Not to mention that of our new mining operations out beyond the Antonar Ridge. Do you realize I didn't even know they were there? The fact has never been kept from you. Indeed, now the entire Federation is aware of them, thanks to the death of the Lord Ixmari. All right, Rowland, all right. You win. Win, sire? From now on, I'll do whatever you say. King Peladon, I am merely your advisor. All I can do is advise. Was there something else? Hmm? Oh, yes. The prisoner is asking to see you again. Oh? And what has she to say to me? I really have no idea. Affair. Your Majesty, you wouldn't care to help me escape again, would you? Not this time. Pity. He still speaks to me, you know, in dreams. Scarn. He tells me he does not blame you for the lies you have spread about him. That is, he says, merely politics. I was told that you had something more to say. Only a warning of what is to come. Well? Let me see my daughter again and I shall tell you. My daughter, Peladon, please. Surely you, a father, must understand. Tell me and I shall consider it. Chaos, King Peladon. That is what lies ahead for this planet. Eternal and unending chaos.
My name is David Richardson. I'm the producer of Doctor Who Peladon. Well, we love an anniversary at Big Finish, and Peladon really seemed like something worth celebrating. Uh, we're all of an age where we remember watching the original Peladon stories on TV back in the 1970s. They're just darn good stories and a really interesting story world. And when you've got a really interesting story world, you just want to go and play in it. And um, I know when we sat down and looked at what we could do, where we could go, the characters we could run with, we just got carried away with it, really. So um, the reason for doing Peladon was really just got us excited. Hello, my name is Barnaby Kay, and I am the director of the Peladon episodes. I've loved working with Big Finish for, for many years as an actor. And so to be given this opportunity is it, it really is a huge privilege. And I've absolutely loved it. I only got into directing relatively recently during the, um, the first lockdown um, when I directed a, a play of my own for Radio 4, which I really enjoyed. So I really got a, a real taste for it. And, and so for, for Big Finish to put the, the trust in me to, to uh, take on episodes so soon after that experience of doing my own uh, one was, 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 was great. And, and so uh, it's, uh, it's an absolute pleasure and, and I've, uh, I've, I've loved it. It's a, it's a lot harder work than, um, than when you tip up on the day as an actor and and read your bits so there's a lot more involvement but i uh, i've really uh, i've relished it it's been uh, it's been great hello my name's robert valentine and i am the script editor of peladon david richardson invited me to script edit the series uh, which celebrates peladon's 50th anniversary on doctor who and he pitched the idea as four stories spanning the generations rather like the tv series the crown and I thought this was a really interesting idea, so I came up with a potted history of Peladon, which incorporated both TV outings as well as the, uh, the established Big Finish stories that had already been produced, and all other references I could find to it in prose work and stuff like that. And that was then something I could give to the writers, so they all knew exactly where their stories were in the timeline, and uh, which royal house was on the throne, and the state of the environment at that point in Peladon's history, and uh, all that kind of stuff. Hello, my name is Jonathan Barnes, and together with Robert Valentine, I wrote The Ordeal of Peladon. It was really exciting as ever to get an email from Big Finish. And for this one, the brief was very much telling a big, sweeping, epic story in the world of Peladon, which was going to be, I think, kind of Big Finish's answer to the crown. So, yeah, real thrill to be asked um, and very exciting to find a way of going back to King Peladon and revisiting that whole extraordinary world. Well, thanks to appearing in two different stories during the Third Doctor's era, Peladon was established as somewhere that wasn't Earth, where he can witness the consequences of his own interference on the society's history. And because it was conceptually a direct political analogy, Peladon becomes a society and a world where you can explore those types of themes, and it be accepted that you're talking about earthly problems at a remove. So yes, in my story, we're revisiting King Peladon much later in his life, when we meet him, first of all, in The Curse of Peladon. He's a young man, very dashing at the outset of his reign. And yeah, we thought it would be fun to check back in much, much later 
after perhaps some of the fun and the novelty of being a monarch has ended. Well, I suppose we go through the process of um, working through the writers from the very beginning. So I come in at the original pitch stage. We will pitch ideas to the writers that we'd like to include in the stories. And, for example, in this, I think we took to the writers the combination of lead characters we'd like to bring back and feature and to be the centre of each episode. And then we leave it with the writer to run away, play with ideas and come back to us and present. Initially, we'll take a story pitch of probably about a paragraph in length and then we will work that up into a detailed storyline of three pages and then it will be condensed back into a page where it's um, circulated internally and, say, Nick Briggs will have a look at it to check he's happy. So it's a it's a fairly long development process, and by the time we get to the script, I know the beats of the story, I know what's going to happen, um, but that doesn't mean that I'm not always surprised and delighted as to what the writers have done with it. I mean, that there's smashing work from all four writers in this set and you know the the leap from something that's just a bare bones skeleton on a pay on a few pages into a a script that's detailed and full of life is always something that's a pleasure to behold for me hello i'm david troughton and i play king peladon when i first was asked to do it I thought it was going to be a reprise of the episodes that I'd already recorded in 1972. And I thought, how am I going to do that? I'll have to make up and (laughs) look young. But then I read the story and it was, uh, yeah, it was a bit later on in my reign. So that was good. It was lovely to work with him anyway, but for him to be doing that role. And it was so clear in my head because I'd watched it so recently on the Telly watched uh, the, the, his him doing it then. I think it was. I don't think he'd look back at it, so it was it was less present for him. But to hear his voice almost unchanged by age, and also we decided that perhaps the the sort of forty fifty years in between times hadn't really changed him very much, and that he was still as naive and uh, as much of a, a feather for every wind as he had been in nineteen seventy two version. So that was fun because he got to run about and be very excited and, uh, and it, it gave him a, a spring in his step. So, uh, so it was, um, that was a great pleasure. 72, I was 22, now I'm 70. So um, it's a long time since I did it. But the, the nice thing about this script was that there were a lot of elements of what he was then in The Older Man, which is good. They, you know, they carried on certain characteristics and his naivety and um, basic wanting to be loved by everyone. Yeah, so it was, yeah, it was a pleasure to do. My first viewing of The Curse of Peladon and probably The Monster of Peladon was, I think, UK TV Gold in the early noughties. Although I don't really remember when I first saw them. It might have been on VHS even. But as well as presenting this sort of... uh, pseudo-medieval world, uh, what always struck me about Peladon was the focus on politics. You know, whoever's on the throne, uh, whoever's king or princess or whatever, the themes of galactic intrigue and tradition versus progress are never far away. Hello, I'm Nick Briggs and I play Ixmari, the Galactic Federation Ice Warrior. 
representative. The difference with this Ice Warrior character is that it reminds me of a couple of cop movies I've seen. I, I can't remember the names of now, but they sort of start with a, a policeman who's retiring, you know, giving up the force after a long, hard career. And then suddenly on the last day, everything kicks off. And that's what it's really like for Ixmari. This is his last mission and he's brought out of cryogenic suspension. It's like... Oh, what is it? Oh, God. You know, but then he kind of gets into it and really throws himself into it and has a bit of an adventure. But then, <laughs> then very sadly comes to a sticky, a tragic, dare I say, slightly elongated end as well. We had quite a bit of fun working out um, exactly how long it was going to take me to die and what noise I would make at the end of it all. <laughs> <laughs> Ixmari, he's dead. I have made a bit of a career of playing Doctor Who monsters. And uh, most of the time when, for example, the Ice Warriors turn up, I, I get to play them. Not always. And the challenge with this um, Peladon series is that I'm, you know, I'm going to be playing another Ice Warrior in a couple of weeks' time. Completely different fellow. So I had to find... A slightly different way of doing it because you know there's that tendency for them all oh, to speak in that way you know and so they they could all sound the same and i think it's important that the next ice warrior sounds different so i actually concentrated more on um <laughs> making this one sound different and i jokingly said that it was uh i was thinking of the great actor uh nigel anthony who i've been listening to on the old hornblower series from the bbc it's a very distinctive voice and so I just got an element of that in so a slightly different vocal quality than the one I normally do with the, the Ice Warriors. I'm Ashley Shangaja and I'm playing Skarn, the uh, visionary cult leader and also the guard captain. People say the strangest things about you. And some of them may even be true. They do say that you have helped people. Where they have led me. On the surface, he's a... Uh, He's just a, a man, a fisherman, but the people regard him as uh, having the ability to uh, help them, heal them, and he, he believes in his power to do so. So there's something quite zen-like about him, something quite um, ethereal, something soothing and calm for most of it anyway. He's also suffering as well from something. Overall, he's, uh, he's, there's, there's something like kind of messiah-like about him. I'm making it sound very, very big, but yeah, no, that's it's it. It was a it was a fun, fun day and fun role to play. I'm Moyo Akandi, and I play Harfair and Scanlar, Chaos King Peladon. That is what lies ahead for this planet: eternal and unending chaos. She's not what she seems, and I was actually quite surprised when I got to a certain point in the story to see a sort of 360 done by her. So she has a fantastic journey and you don't really see what she's up to coming until it happens. So she was very intriguing and I just loved, I loved sort of getting into the nitty gritty with, with her and, and playing her today and reading, reading the role today. I'm David Sturziker and I'm playing Ralan, who is King Peladon's advisor. I thought it was very concentrated. I thought it was a really sort of really concentrated story and I thought it you know there's there's lots of depth 
if you want to find that depth, I think it works just as a story on the surface in its own right. But then, you know, if you want to try to, if you want to find parallels with modern day society, then I, I think they're in there. Um, so I think it's kind of multi-layered. I think it's really interesting. Sire, it is in the nature of populations to drift a little between extremes. To any student of history, this is perfectly unremarkable. Though, of course, I would be quite happy to have this scarn removed, if that would please you. I think he's got his own agendas. I think he's quite conniving in certain ways. But I do think he believes that he has... Peladon's best interests at heart. I just think he he feels that he knows the best way to go about things a lot of the time, even though obviously he's not the king. He's not the one whose you know name is on the door, but he feels that he knows the best way to to obtain what's what's best for the for the nation. So yeah, that that's sort of where I where I placed him. From its very first appearance, Peladon was presented as having political parallels with the real world specifically the UK, and the great constant throughout this set is the issue of the ongoing damage to the environment for political and commercial gain. And I think that what this box set does is explore how here and there lessons are learned, but with the passage of time those lessons are too easily forgotten. So I think one thing this box set has probably done by exploring more of Peladon's history is demonstrate how the same issues, political, religious, you name it, tend to reoccur down the ages uh, in an almost cyclical way. And even if they go away for a while, they do tend to reawaken later. 